Hello everyone, my name is Brennan Hart, that noise you're hearing. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator. And welcome to Page Turners They Were Not, my Star Wars podcast. Today, if you'll bear with me, I'd like to depart a little bit from discussion of Star Wars to discuss acting. And particularly, what one would call method acting. Method acting is a term that has evolved. So what I'm about to tell you is based on my own limited knowledge. So I would recommend if you're interested in knowing more in doing the research of uh, on the subject of method acting. Now, Star Wars has never been known to be, you know, great thespian stuff. There is good acting in Star Wars. There is corny acting in Star Wars. And there is unbearably stiff acting in Star Wars. The corniness is part of the fun, I think. That being said, let's discuss method acting. Method acting, to put it simply, is an actor seeking to understand the character he is playing and performing that character from the inside out. It is the idea of kind of getting into the head of the character. Getting into the emotions that drive the character. And trying to understand the character from an emotional level. And trying to emulate that in the performance. Method acting was developed by the Russian acting teacher, Konstantin Stanislavski, at his world-famous Moscow Art Theater. This would have been in the first three decades of the 20th century. The Moscow Art Theater toured the United States, where it impressed some up-and-coming acting teachers. These acting teachers were Stella Adler, Lee Strasberg, and Sanford Meisner. Later in life, they would found the Actors Studio in New York City. The Actors Studio, to this day, is really the premier acting school in the United States. Stanislavski's system, which was his definition of method acting, was modified to create the method as we know it today. 
Adler, Strasberg, and Meisner taught this in their classes. And many of the students were the great actors of today. Sort of the legendary elder statesmen of acting. Including Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, Warren Beatty, Dustin Hoffman, you know, so on and so forth. But the great American actors of our time. Beginning kind of in the 1950s with another student of the trio at the Actors Studio. That student being Marlon Brando, whose performance as Stanley Kowalski in the film version of Streetcar Named Desire changed film acting forever. At least in my view. Now, method acting has evolved in what it means. Method acting, which quite simply is attempting to understand the character emotionally and psychologically from the inside out. Now the term method acting has come to mean an actor who stays in character when the camera turns off. These kind of new method actors would include Daniel Day-Lewis, Jared Leto, and several others who really get into it. Almost dangerously so. Now, to be clear, that approach to acting is not the acting taught by Lee Strasberg and his compatriots at the actor's studio. That's a wholly different approach. But when we say method acting today, that's usually what we mean. In my view, it doesn't matter what acting style an actor uses, as long as it gets results. Now, if we can go behind the scenes for a moment, there's a documentary on Netflix called Jim and Andy. When Jim Carrey played Andy Kaufman in Man on the Moon in 1999, he went into what we call method acting today. He very much went into a Daniel Day-Lewis mode of staying in character even when the camera was turned off. Now the problem with this approach was if you are familiar with Andy Kaufman, you may know that he was very unpredictable. And no one really knew if he was joking or not. If you do not know Andy Kaufman, he is kind of like what Sasha Baron Cohen is today.
an actor who gets into these weird characters and you never know if he's joking or not. Unfortunately, Andy Kaufman was also known to be physically, verbally, and emotionally abusive to people. And because Jim Carrey thought it would be a good idea to get into the mindset of Andy Kaufman, he behaved that way to people during the making of the movie. Yeah, there's video footage of him getting into fist fights with people. Um, a, a makeup woman crying because he verbally abused her. And this was all done because, quote unquote, that's what Andy would do. Jared Leto, similarly, as the stories are now legendary, harassed his colleagues on the set of Suicide Squad because he refused to break character as the Joker. Now, Andy, um, Jim Carrey's performance in Man on the Moon did receive a lot of praise. Jared Leto's performance did not. In fact, in my own opinion, Jared Leto's performance as the Joker in Suicide God was horrendously bad. Man on the Moon, you know, Jim Carrey's pretty good. Now, it's interesting on the documentary showing the behind-the-scenes footage of Man on the Moon has come out, came out last year. If that documentary had been released 20 years ago, mm, I have a feeling it would have hurt Jim Carrey's career. And it probably would have called his sanity into question. As well as given our attitudes toward harassment and abuse, he probably would not have done very well in the public's eye. Now, we can also say, of course, that Marlon Brando was infamously unpredictable during the making of movies. The stories about him are legendary. However, it got results. And he was one of the greatest actors of our time. And remains, to this day, one of the most defining actors in history. Now, I was talking to a friend of mine this morning. And we basically came to the conclusion that all modern acting is method acting. Or at least method acting in the traditional sense of method acting. I'm not talking about the Daniel Day Lewis approach to acting. But the attempt to understand the character from the inside out, on an emotional and psychological level, and allowing that to come out during the performance. That is the hallmark of modern acting. In the traditional classical sense of acting, it was acting from the outside in. It was more a matter of learning lines and doing it in that way, 
kind of a just do it attitude. As opposed to the understanding the emotional nuances of the character. There's a famous story which is not entirely true. Uh, if you get a chance, go to YouTube and look up Dustin Hoffman on the Inside the Actors Studio. Where he clarifies the story. But for argument's sake, let me give you the apocryphal story. During the making of the 70s film Marathon Man, Dustin Hoffman was working alongside Sir Lawrence Olivier. Sir Lawrence Olivier was a classically trained British stage actor, probably the greatest classical actor of all time, and definitely not a method actor. He, of course, was brought up in the old-fashioned tradition of classical acting. During the making of the film, Hoffman's character, who runs marathons, and is very much an exhausted character, Dustin Hoffman decided to really get into character by running a lot, staying up all night, not showering, you know, doing all these things, to put himself literally in the mindset of someone like that character. When explaining that he had done this to Sir Lawrence Olivier, Lord Larry, Larry as he liked to be called, said, My dear boy, have you ever tried acting? Now as I said, this story is not entirely true, but it illustrates the point of the difference between classical acting and method acting. Lord Larry was the king of traditional classical acting. Now one thing that I have noticed, and maybe this is just me, is there is a divide. Or there was a divide between American actors and British actors. Going back maybe 30-40 years ago, British actors were very much the classically trained acting types. Whereas Americans were getting into method acting. There was a bit of a divide because the idea of taking a character and making it your own, which is what method acting does, seemed a little bit appalling to the classically trained actors who kind of were raised in the environment and taught at acting school. Basically, the, the lines and the character is sacred. Just do it and don't try to fiddle with it too much. Now this is not true anymore because it's a generational thing. A lot of the Younger actors in Britain are now being raised on the more method approach. Which America kind of beat them to the punch, arguably. 
but now it's really become that method acting is the way that actors in England and in the United States are taught in acting school. Classical acting is kind of going the way of the dodo. Now, I'm a sucker for classically trained British actors. Whether it's Sir Charles Dance or Sir John Yogood. As you can imagine, a lot of the sirs and dames. You know, Dame Diana Rigg, you know, so on and so forth. I'm a sucker for the classically trained acting style. So when those guys are on screen, I'm pretty amazed. Now, to get back to Star Wars, to conclude this discussion, a major difference in the original Star Wars film. Let's look at these different approaches to acting. On the one hand, you have Sir Alan Guinness playing the venerable Obi-Wan Kenobi. Sir Alec, as you can imagine, was part of the classically trained British stage actor type. A style of acting that he carried into film. In my opinion, he gives the greatest performance in all of Star Wars, playing Obi-Wan. Bringing that classical style to the screen. On the flip side of that is Harrison Ford. Now obviously Harrison Ford is not a method actor in the style of Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis acting, I'm not even sure what to call it. It is what we call method acting, but true method acting. Or at least method acting in the traditional sense. Is, you know, psychologically understanding the character. Harrison Ford is very much in that mold as an actor. The stories of Harrison Ford are legendary. That he is notoriously cranky about the characters he plays. He wants the directors to give him good, deep guidance. He wants to understand the character very, very much. He wants to know the character's utility, the character's use in the story. And he was notoriously cranky during the making of Return of the Jedi because he felt his character had no need to be there. And as we, as a lot of the fans know, would, would have liked it if the character had died. He is this way a lot of films. He was notoriously cranky during the making of Blade Runner because Ridley Scott, like George Lucas, does not really direct actors. He is not an actor's director.
So Harrison Ford is a method actor. He needs to understand the character's psycho psychology, as well as understanding what is my purpose. What is my objective? What is my character arc? What is my use in the story? And I gotta say, the way he was used in The Force Awakens and The Rise of Skywalker was excellent because it's everything that I think Harrison Ford wanted. And also, J.J. Abrams is an actress director. So, like I said, two sides of the acting coin. You've got Sir Alec Guinness representing the classically trained acting. And Harrison Ford representing more of the method One last thing, and then we'll close, is this. What type of acting is best? Well, I believe that whatever gets the job done is the right kind of acting. Now, when it comes to what we call method acting, I'm fine with it as long as the actor is not a danger to other people. Daniel Day-Lewis is sometimes a danger to himself getting into character. As he once got pneumonia while filming Gangs of New York. Because he insisted his character would not have owned a warmer coat. Given the character's economic situation. Now, of course, that, that, yeah, and that's not the first time he's caused himself physical harm. But there are no stories of him making his co-workers' lives a living hell. With Jared Leto in Suicide Squad, with Jim Carrey in Man on the Moon, they did make their fellow, their fellows, lives a living hell. So I'm fine with any way an actor wants to approach an, a role. As long as they're not making their co-workers lives a living hell. So those are my thoughts on acting. Let me know what you think about the art of acting. And are there other examples in Star Wars of the various styles of acting that you would like to discuss? Let me know what you think. My name is Brendan Marr, and that noise you're hearing is my ventilator. And thank you for tuning in to Page Turners They Were Not My Star Wars Podcast. May the Force be with you.